And these are injuries because you're not in the midst of training, in the midst right. of training. It's been a long day. Yeah. Hey everyone, welcome to Casual FC, an Angel City preview podcast. I'm Angela Morales, along with my co-host, Mario Salazar. Today, let's talk Challenge Cup. Challenge Cup. It's a tournament within the season. Oh, if you're new to the NWSL, it sounds very kind of regal, but it's not. Right, it's a tournament within a tournament. Yes. For everybody's education both experienced and not, in its current format is a tournament within our normal regular season. The Challenge Cup was actually burst through the pandemic. It was when the NWSL was first back on TV. They figured out how to do the bubble and kind of get it going. And they got everybody's eyes that were starving for entertainment and stuff from being locked in their... And sports. And sports. There was this tournament that was thought of that can happen within a bubble if the season cannot keep going, right? Because we were initially supposed to be in a bubble for or be at home for three months and then, or no, what was it? Two weeks and then two, two months. Two weeks, then three months, three and months. then three and years. And then three years, yeah. And it's never over. And it's um, still not over. <laughs> with all of that, it, it was the idea that we can at least have a mini season for the NWSL if the normal season for the year has to be completely scrapped and it was something to get the players back in and playing, which was great. Super cool. Totally. Pandemic thing. Awesome. Then it was also a way for the players to earn money. Yes. Cause they, they, they kind of have to play to get paid. Especially Um, then pre CBA, pre all the good things that have happened in the last two years. Exactly. This started off as a, pandemic era competition right 2020 then they decided to keep it going so 2021 and 22 it was a preseason tournament that led into what the regular season was going to be no one likes it no, no one, it was just players it was aren't stressful as a preseason thing you're trying to say hey here's a tournament where we want you to compete 100 percent yet you have no preseason in you. You're not match fit yet. So really all Rosters this... aren't even set all the way. Like Exactly. Just... You still have provisional it... people on the on the mm-hmm. list. This was a tournament where there was a huge risk of injuries. And because you're not fully in training yet, your body is not completely match fit yet. You're just opening yourself up to potentially season ending injuries. Right. For and a like, small tournament. Yeah, for for a very little payout. There's not, like, the risk was so much higher than the actual reward for so many of these players. And, like, there's a difference between 90-minute match fit and I've been training in the offseason and keeping in shape and keeping myself, like, ready to go. Because 
there's a different physicality of live actual soccer versus oh i run six nine ten miles a day to stay in shape and you're basically keeping your body conditioned to be able to build up again to be match fit so you're not always a hundred percent ready to go if you're a keeper your reflexes taper off a little bit just your body rests and it shuts down in different ways and you have to get all those cylinders firing again in order to be match ready and to put players in high stakes positions when there doesn't really need to be high stakes in the preseason <laughs> you look at literally every sport baseball softball basketball football like preseason is there for a reason yeah yeah it's there preseason to... is there to like shake the dust out get the rust off of you like get right like oh dang i need to work on that like that changed my body changed over the off season like some of these women had kids like bodies are they do wild stuff yeah yeah i mean in its previous iterations it started from a good place it never really kind of fully got there now let's talk about where we are now the latest iteration of all of this is they have stretched the tournament throughout the normal season no more of this weird we want you to play 100 percent, and you're going to get injured preseason type thing so this latest iteration is throughout the season similar to other tournaments in football like the u.s open cup that we have here on the men's side or like the fa cup in the uk the big difference with those though is that those tournaments are open to basically everyone like the idea is you're a, even if you're a pub league type team you can enter this tournament potentially to win the entire thing and beat professional players never really happens that way very rarely does like a second tier <laughs> team win but that's the excitement of it hopefully right. we figure out a way where this can happen with the nwsl that would be amazing it'll actually make it more exciting than just yeah putting more matches on these players but on the bright side the previous years what made it also not as enticing was it wasn't very lucrative it wasn't very like you won a you won like ten thousand dollars or something like that for the team and it wasn't that amazing i don't even think it was that much honestly it might have not even been a gift card like it was something (laughs) kind of like oh neat thanks like like thumbs up cool so this year there is a million dollar prize pool there's there's higher rewards on this and the fact that you can play throughout the season just lets you condition players and actually have a better tournament it all gets broken down into three groups and they play in stages the east west and central everyone in those groups will play a home and away round a total of six matches in the group stages. After that, it goes into a semifinal and a final. And by and the way you get there is that the top position out of the group stage on the east, the top, for example, in the west for us, we have the OL Reign, the Portland Thorns, San Diego Wave, and us. Only the top position will actually get to move automatically onto that semifinal round of the tournament into a knockout stage. And then the second, the highest placing second place team out of the three East West Central will get to move on. 
believe me, it makes a lot more sense when you look at it on paper. <laughs> yes. It's difficult to explain. Basically, you you have four teams that move on. The top spot from each group, East, West, and Central. And then the fourth team is basically like the quote-unquote wild card in the sense that it's the team who's like the second place team overall. I think that's the easiest way <laughs> to explain it, where the best second place team is the team that goes yes. to become the fourth part or the fourth team in the semifinal. Exactly. And then you move on into a semifinal single knockout round, and then you get to the, the two that will get to the finals. Pretty straightforward yeah. once it moves on from there. So to recap yeah, our last match. Yeah, last match was against the Portland Thorns on May 31st. It was a tight match, actually. We had gone down early, 0-2. to two. Portland had scored twice in, or once in the first half. The second goal came early, early, early on in the second half. We then equalized with a goal by Clarice Labion in the 61st minute and a goal by Claire Emsley in the 66th minute off a penalty kick. And then we're going in. Game's almost over. And we're thinking and, a tie. We're, and we're, like, we're cool, happy with a tie. A draw. The way right. the way the regular season was going, we would be happy with that tie at that point. Honestly, a point is a point, regardless. But the Thorns did what they do, and three minutes into stoppage time, they scored the game winner, which was a mega bummer, especially given the trajectory of the season that Angel City had had up to that point. I'm saying that in a way that is very hopeful because I haven't been returning. We're we're steering the ship a little bit different. We're rewriting things. I really think the season overall will turn around. That being said, we lost that game. Like, yeah. dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And the four teams, like Mario said, are in the Western Division or Western Group are the O.L. Reign, San Diego Wave, the Portland Thorns, and us. Currently, if you've alluded, or we've alluded to the season ACFC has had, you can kind of pick up what we're putting down. We're not doing so hot in Challenge Cup. <laughs> we're also playing, let's see, three teams that are in the top five of place right now, like the, the rotating top five of the league. It's been a rough go the last few Challenge Cup matches, to say the least. We are currently in last place out of those four. With one point. We've played, but yeah, with one point. We have one draw. We've played three matches. We have three more to go. This this one against San Diego is going to be real, real interesting. We just played them like a week and a half ago down in San Diego for the regular season Chan Classico in San Diego. And yeah, there, we know a lot about San Diego. If you listen to the episode previewing the San Diego game, there's a whole bunch of information about both teams, how interwoven they are, how... Equally matched, I think, they are. This one, however, will be played at BMO. It's a midweek game, which is always interesting, especially coming off a Sunday game to go Sunday to Wednesday. There's not as much downtime for players to recover, but Adam will hold on well. A lot of players are starting to get ready for World Cup. People are being rested in different ways. I'm curious to see how Angel City shows up for this game. I have my own theory on how we should handle the remaining Challenge Cup game. 
Would you like to hear it? Yes, please. <laughs> as as some of you may have noticed, the previous match that we talked about was back in May, and that's because the Challenge Cup in its own does not count for the regular season. The match that right. we just had against the San Diego Wave last week does not have a bearing on this tournament on its own, yet we are playing them next. Yeah. What so should Angel City be doing here? Definitely. I really think we should be using these as friendlies and using these as like a scrimmage and not to discount the players in value and their skill. But I think it's a good place to reset the rest of the season. There's still, after the Pride Night game, there'll be nine regular season matches left. And we'll have, after this game, two more Challenge Cup games, which, yes, do I want us to win? Obviously, I want us to win every game. But I think it's a good time to help reset, review, run new plays, like, like do things a little bit differently to help recalibrate the rest of the regular season. Personally, I don't like think we have a great shot at getting that like fourth place wild card situation, not fourth place, but like fourth spot wild card situation, given how many goals have been scored on us in these challenge cup games. I think we should use these to be productive to then make a run for the playoffs of the regular season. That's my theory. I think that would That's be That's what I think we should do. <laughs> I think that would be a super smart thing to do. Like I said, we're in fourth place with one point out of three matches. I don't think there's a way we're going to catch up to the Rain who has seven with a right. win draw and a win and like then both, all three teams would have to lose everything to us. Every team has to lose every matchup for us to like make a run, yeah. which is impossible. So I think your theory your your, your theory of keeping it as a playground, a, a sandbox of trying new plays, trying new things, being experimental and creative in a way where you're playing a very competitive opponent right. to really kind of test test the the traction of something. Definitely, is a and like super smart thing. We make a playoff run. We face one of these three teams, regard like unless something insane happens, which. It very well could. We'd be seeing one of these teams in the playoffs. We might as well prepare for that now without impacting our regular season standing. Yeah. Or outcomes, both actually. But yeah, that's kind of like the pre-cap going into this <laughs> Challenge Cup game against San Diego. I think part of it is that I just talked a lot about San Diego just like a <laughs> week and a half ago. And I... They're a great team, but like nothing much. They're has still changed a great team. Like, yeah. yeah, nothing. Nothing much has changed. Um, we we good won. Players are still great. Yes, yeah, we, we won, won but there's, but but they're still an awesome team. Oh. Yes. <laughs> With that being said, this is the San Diego Wave matchup coming up. It's going to be a midweek game at home at BMO Stadium. Just remember that with traffic, if you're actually going to go to the yeah. game, Please. I will be there. I won't, unfortunately, but I will be watching. Please go back and listen to that match preview we did for the 617 match against San Diego. There's tons of information in there. All right. If you are not going to be at the game on Wednesday, June 28th, you can watch the game on CBS Sports. 
not to be confused with local CBS Channel 2 here in Los Angeles. CBS Sport is one of their offshoot cable networks. If you have a March Madness package, you probably have it. If you don't, it's, this is a really good time to go to a restaurant, a sports bar, any place that plays sports and ask them to put it on TV. And if they don't, ask them again. And if they don't, again, leave <laughs> and go somewhere else. It's If you are international, it should be available on the nwslsoccer.com website. And then iHeartRadio, all you have to do is download the app, open it up, type in ACFC, and I'll get you to the live play-by-play with our home field announcers. And again, kickoff is at 7.30 at BMO on the 28th. But yeah, see you there. See you. Have fun.